Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 128, Direct Injection and Turbocharging, Understanding Oil Stress for Small Engines. Um, This one I want to give credit to, uh, this is an article I'm going to be reading from a trade magazine, as I've done before. Uh, This is from what's called Underhood Service. Again, this is an automotive repair trade magazine, and the author is Andrew Markell. Um, also, I want to reference, if you want to uh, check a previous episode that I, that I did, episode number 19, which is called Turbocharged versus Non-Turbo Cars. Okay, um, I kind of elaborate more on this oil issue that I'm going to be talking about in this article. And for that matter, I you know, talk more about uh, turbochargers in general versus non-turbocharged engines and kind of the differences between them whether it be power output, uh, reliability, maintenance, so on and so forth. So um, that's kind of, again, that's kind of more information for you. Uh, Before we get started, just a quick commercial. Uh, I am, uh, if you so desire or want to, you can subscribe to uh, the podcast and help out financially. If you go to podbean.com and then do a search for Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast, you'll come to the main homepage for the podcast. Uh, upper right-hand corner, you'll see a, a, a icon that says "Become a Patron." If you click on that, it allows you to go, and uh, it's it's five dollars a month is what I'm asking. You can do less, you can do more, uh, but the main thing for it, besides helping to you know finance ongoing training and obviously doing the podcast, uh, the main thing is I've taken about twelve to fifteen of the podcasts that I've previously done. And they're only available now as uh, for through the subscription. Okay, um, the, re- the the reason I picked the ones I did is because if you apply the information that I provide in those podcasts into your automotive life, so to speak, uh, there's no doubt in my mind you could save thousands, if not maybe tens of thousands of dollars over your uh, auto car ownership life. Okay, and probably also reduce some frustration that that could potentially happen as well. Um, it's a lot of good information, um, and like I say, it it will definitely if you apply it. There's no doubt in my mind you could save money uh, over the long haul. So hopefully you find that valuable, and and that uh, just you know uh, hopefully you'll uh, uh, subscribe and and we go from there. So. Anyway, let's get started with this one. So, direct injection and turbochargers, understanding oil stress for small engines. In many late model cars and SUVs, the base 1.4 liter engine is able to make 20% more power with 20% less displacement when compared to bigger engines from a decade ago. Gains in power and fuel economy have been realized with direct injection and turbocharging. But making more power with less displacement puts additional stress on the engine, which has caused engines to experience problems like carbon deposits. The oil in the crankcase of a direct fuel-injected or turbocharged engine can make a huge difference in the health and performance of the engine. The right oil can reduce carbon deposits. And the wrong oil? Well... In recent years, many manufacturers have recommended specific oil grades that meet proprietary requirements. These are not to be ignored if you are changing the oil on a direct injection or turbocharged engine. 
The, the oil is not magic. Oil is a mixture of additives and base stock, components tuned for specific characteristics. For modern engines, the two most important characteristics are volatility in the crankcase and what happens if the oil is burned in the combustion chamber. Oil volatility. One of the earliest oil tests was the NOAC test, which involves heating a sample of oil and measuring what is left. The more sludge or carbon that is left, the higher the volatility number. Most conventional oils have high volatility numbers, which means they vaporize more quickly when exposed to heat. The high number means that the oil can become thicker over time and won't lubricate as well. It also means there is a greater volume of oil vapor which the PCV system has to process. PCV meaning positive crankcase ventilation. These vapors can be loaded with hydrocarbons and stick to the intake valves, causing a carbon deposit problem. Synthetic oils have much lower oil volatility, reducing the amount of oil vapor and the possibility of carbon deposits forming on the intake valves, piston crown, or intake manifold. What is in the oil? When a piston travels up and down in the cylinder, oil is splashed onto the walls of the cylinder. Although most of the oil is scraped away from the walls by the oil control piston ring, some oil remains in the small crosshatch finish of the walls. Also, the oil can become trapped in the compression rings. The oil can be burned in the combustion chamber or catalytic converter. The smaller the droplet of oil, the greater the chance it will be burned. The larger the droplet or volume of oil, the greater the chance the oil could add energy to the combustion processes that ignites at the wrong time. The oil can also cause carbon deposits. Oil trapped in the rings and on the walls can act like a diesel fuel that ignites when compressed. Also, think of hot spots in the combustion chamber as glow plugs. If the right conditions exist, the burning of the oil can occur long before top dead center. This phenomenon is called pre-ignition and can cause cylinder pressures to spike. Pre-ignition and the resulting spike can cause misfires and damage to the piston, connecting rod, and crankshaft. A direct injection engine increases the chances of pre-ignition because of elevated compression ratios and leaner air-fuel ratios that make for higher combustion temperatures. The other factor is how late model engines are managed or tuned. Modern engines are designed to make most of their power at lower engine speeds. At these lower crankshaft speeds, the engine uses less air and requires less fuel. But that is also the sweet spot for pre-ignition. GM calls it low speed pre-ignition or LSPI. Again, I talk about this on that uh, episode 19. So again, something to, to uh, listen to as well. Additives, additives in the oil can cause pre-ignition or at least increase the probability of an event. What some oil companies are reporting is that oils with high levels of detergents likely promote LSPI, but detergents and friction modifiers can help prevent it. GF6 oils help to address this problem. Many automakers, including GM, have introduced new oil standards. That's real important that you remember that GF6, okay? Um, that's, uh, that is something you want to be looking for. Um, there's what's called API, which is American Petroleum Institute, and the GF6 is the newest uh, standard for uh, oils for later models, exactly what we're talking about here. Small displacement, typically four-cylinder, small displacement, direct injection, turbocharged engines. 
those are the ones that are most likely to have this LSPI or, or low-speed pre-ignition problem. And it can destroy engines very quickly, okay? And not to say it's going to happen on your particular car, uh, but it can definitely do that. It already has been, so. Uh, soot. On some gasoline direct injection engines, the amount of soot generated by the combustion process is greater than with port injected engines. This is due to how fuel droplets burn inside the combustion chamber. These soot particles can find their way into the engine oil. While one soot particle will not cause wear, clumps of soot particles will cause abrasive wear. Additives in the oil can keep the soot particles in suspension so they can't clump together. Soot can also cause oil to sludge. More advanced engine technology is coming to your shop soon. Again, this is written for the shop owner, so you're getting inside information. Ooh. Uh, variable displacement, compound turbochargers, and hybrid port direct fuel systems are on the roads. New technologies are able to make more power out of a precisely measured amount of fuel and air. These changes mean more stress and the possibility of carbon deposits and engine damage. Okay, so that's the end of that one. Um, you know, like I say, this is all just, for some people, they could care less about any of this. They're trusting that their repair shop is putting in the right oil, among other things, all the other things that repair shops have to do. Um, but again, this is just kind of, uh, you know, informing you. Uh, it makes you aware of uh, what's going on out there. And certainly, uh, if you care about your car and you have a later model, a little four-cylinder turbocharged direct injected engine um, you want to check with your um, with your repair shop and make sure that they are using the factory recommended oil and that uh, the GF6 specification is relatively new there's not a lot of oils out there that that uh, have it uh, but they're all getting you know certainly better about it um, so you know check with your repair shop and and go from there with it so you obviously you want to take care of your investment you've made on your car so that's it for this one. I appreciate you listening. Again, as usual, if you want to contact me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And by all means, if you have an idea for a, you know, a title or a subject or something, you know, uh, email me and let me know. And if I need to do some research or something, I certainly will do that and make a podcast out of it. And I'll, I'll give you credit for it, for the title and the subject on the podcast. And um, we go from there. Um, again, you know, check out uh, thepodbean.com, the main webpage for this podcast. And uh, I'd love it if you'd subscribe to it. I would really appreciate it. Help support the podcast. Um, other than that, I hope you have a, a great day, a fantastic tomorrow. And thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.